What is up, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. We got our waiver show for you today, talking week 11 top five waivers at the wide receiver running back position, as well as some honorable mentions. And as always, we give you our strikeout ads at the end of the show, which is our players that if you wake up in the morning, right, you missed out on your guys, these are some extra guys that you can think about that may have some upside coming up. And all these players, guys, are less than 50% rostered. So obviously, we like Kadarius Tony, Rashad White. Those would be our two favorite players. But they're above 50% rostered, respectively so. And we've been talking about Rashad White for a few weeks now. So hopefully, you guys already have him on there. So welcome to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. And let's get started. Starting off at the tight end position, we got Jawan Johnson, 17% rostered. And Foster Moreau, man, he's got some good little upside there. I know the offense of the Raiders has not looked good, but, you know, no Darren Waller. Now he's on IR. You got Renfro out. And Foster Moreau had a good little game here, man. He had 13 fantasy points, 96% of the snaps. So four targets, four, three for 40, and a touchdown. So not bad, right? They got Denver and Seattle, so two good matchups coming up. So Fosmer was tight end six on the week. So if you need a little dart throw right in your tight end position, I don't mind Foster Moreau uh, for, as a good streaming option for these next two weeks. Then you have Jawan Johnson, who's been pretty good. He's athletic. He's been steady as far as getting the snaps there uh, in New Orleans, and he might possibly get Jameis Winston in there. Had 15 fantasy points, was a tight end four on the week, seven targets. So tied his career high with seven targets. He hadn't had that since week two. So definitely good. 44 yards and a touchdown, right? Five receptions. So right now, tight end is not too... It's kind of bleak, right, as it is always. I prefer Greg Dulcich, I think, but he's above 50% roster. I think he's around 60%. But we like him. I know he had a bad game, but Jerry Judy going to miss some time now. So I think Greg Dulcich, if by chance he's out there, I would prefer him, obviously, over these two guys. So what do you think, right about these tight ends? Well, yeah, I would say for sure if uh, Dulcich is out there, he'd be the guy to add. We've been talking about him the last three weeks. And Cole Komet, right? Cole Komet had another big game. But, I mean, those guys are probably not rostered. I mean, they're probably rostered in most leagues. So out of these two guys, I prefer Jawan Johnson, man. I mean, it's going to be, you know, it could be hit or miss, obviously, where we're at with these tight ends. Um but Jawan Johnson had a solid game, man. He's getting more and more workload. He's and he's athletic. He can make some big plays down the field. So, you know, if I had to take a shot on one, it'd probably be him. Especially because there's not really a lot of weapons in that offense. Like you talk about the Raiders, you know, Devontae Adams is there. Um, they have Hollins, who's okay, and they also have Renfro, who's probably going to be back this week. Um, they have Jacobs catching passes out of the backfield. Really, the Saints are out. Landry, they're down. Thomas, obviously, for the year. And so it's really just Olave. Um, it's really the only wide receiver that we have to worry about. So maybe Jawan Johnson can continue to put up some numbers. Yeah, Landry did come back this week. Um, but definitely still some opportunity for sure, right? No Michael Thomas. And then we're going to go into our honorable mention real quick is going to be Van Jefferson and Skoranek. Obviously, we have the news of Cooper Cup sounding like he's going to miss some time. I'm not sure if it's significant yet or not. Possibly a high ankle sprain is what I'm hearing. We know he was already hurt. I'm not sure if it's the same ankle, but it was already uh, tweaked, right? That that ankle now looking like a sprain. So I think he's going to miss some time. So I think worth mentioning is Van Jefferson and Skoranek, right, uh, in this lineup uh, for the Rams, right, who just 
need pass catchers, right? Obviously, Allen Robinson is there, going to be rostered. But I think these are sneaky little ads, right? Van Jefferson is crying. Okay, so out of these two guys, I think I would prefer Van Jefferson just because of that big play upside. I think the the ceiling is a little higher with Van Jefferson, in my opinion. So I think I would prefer him. But Skaronic has been decent, too. He's had a couple of games where he's had a pretty decent target share. So either one of these are good little ads. Why don't you take us in right at number five? All right, so number five is got to be Paris Campbell. He's somebody that has played well when Matt Ryan has played. He's somebody that I liked a lot. Um, I had a lot of dynasty shares of him coming out of Ohio State, but just hasn't been able to stay healthy. But this year, he's he's probably had his most productive year. Um, out of the last five games, he has three top ten finishes, which I thought was pretty good. He's finished. He's got a, a wide receiver nine finish, wide receiver five finish, and this past week he finished as wide receiver ten. Uh, nine targets, um, seven receptions, 20 points. So um, good for, for fantasy. And as long as Matt Ryan is a quarterback, you know, he's probably going to be, um, you know, Matt Ryan's second um, leading target right behind Michael Pittman in that offense. So um, we'll see. I mean, I think, you know, with still bye weeks coming up, he's somebody that we can add because a lot of people dropped him. So he's definitely available in leagues. I definitely don't mind Paris Campbell. As a good little ad. And I think another wide receiver who I'm just coming around more and more to is Donovan Peoples-Jones. We've talked about him. I think he's been more so on our strikeout ads. But Donovan Peoples-Jones has just been steady. He's had many games already where he's had uh, double-digit fantasy points. I think it's like the last five games. So since week four, pretty much, he had 12, 9, which we'll give it to him. We'll round up. 11, 11, 12, and then this past week, 14.9. So. He had nine targets, which is pretty good, man. And it, obviously, the main reason you like Donald Peoples-Jones is if he's getting this steady right floor and target share, and then you're going to have uh, Deshaun Watson coming back pretty soon. And De- Donovan Peoples-Jones has some big upside. So similar to like that Will Fuller connection, I think he can have some deep balls too with Deshaun Watson in the lineup. So I think just the Donovan Peoples-Jones is just a good guy to add right now, kind of get ahead of it. He's doing good already. So I like Donovan Peoples-Jones also as an ad this week. Yeah, I agree, man, with the Donovan Peoples-Jones. I really like the Deshaun Watson coming back. I think that that's going to help all the pass catchers in that offense. And the other thing that I think is going that has been helpful to Donovan Peoples-Jones is the David Njoku injury. So the David Njoku was a pretty solid tight end, and having him hurt obviously has increased some of the targets that are going to Donovan Peoples-Jones. And I think that uh, Najoku is going to be out at least a couple more weeks. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, hopefully this can continue with DPJ. All right. So for number three, we have a combined backfield of Pacheco and McKinnon. So, I mean, I don't know what happened with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, he's he's just in the doghouse or, you know, he didn't even get not one rushing attempt. Um, Pacheco had 16 carries for, I think, 82 or 84 yards. Um, and McKinnon is the pass catcher in that offense. I think he had eight targets, six catches. Um, so, I mean, either one of these guys could potentially be productive for us going forward in our flex spot. Um, who do you like out of these two, man? I think I'm kind of leaning a little bit more towards McKinnon, but what do you think, Kelly? I like I like that uh, Pacheco got the a lot of carries, right? That was a season high in carries. We hadn't really seen that um, from a Chiefs running back. So I do like that. It's intriguing, and also if he starts getting some more goal line work. So I could see where 
it could be good potentially in the next coming weeks. But McKinnon does have a good little floor, right? Because you basically need Pacheco to get you 80 to 10, 80 to 100 yards to get you 10 fantasy points, right? Because he's not getting any work in the, in the pass catching game. But McKinnon, man, he can get you four or five receptions, get you some yardage. And McKinnon, they use him in the goal line too, right? So I'd say right. for yeah. now, for now, I would probably like if I was going to plug one in, like a desperation play, I had to plug him in my lineup. I wouldn't mind plugging McKinnon, but I, I think. Pacheco might be the more intriguing one kind of long-term down the season. Yeah, I agree. And then the other thing with McKinnon, man, is he can bust one of those little passes out of the flat for a good 30, 40 yards um, and potentially a touchdown. So I just think the upside is kind of with him right now. But that could change. So we'll see moving forward. Yep. And then going into our number two, we have another tag team here, Westbrook, Akina, because of the big game that he had, I think it was like 30 points, so definitely had a huge night. But I think, though, for me right now, I just want to have some Traylon Burks. Obviously, it hasn't panned out, right? He had some some bumps in training camp, right? Some obstacles. It was a little bit out of shape. Maybe it was the asthma. I don't know. So he's had a slow start, had some injuries. But I think he's like the perfect like guy to just kind of stash right now on your rosters because just, you know, we've had rookies with the late season breakouts, right? Like Elijah Moore last year, Amon Ra. And I think we can see that from Traylon Burks, man. I know the Titans haven't looked good, but they need some pass catchers. They need some weapons. And I think he could provide that for them in their offense. And we know he's an elite talent, right? He, he's got the college profile and the production. So I'm just really wanting to get Traylon Burks and stash him in my lineups right now while he hasn't really done nothing. And I think he can, just like we saw from Christian Watson, right? We can see just a big game. And right away, he's the number one waiver wire ad. So I'm just trying to get ahead of it in my leagues and stashing him right now while I can. Yeah, I agree, man. You know, um, Traylon Burks is is a big play threat. He was out of college. And so he's available in a lot of leagues. So I agree. I think kind of looking into the future, I think he's going to be somebody that we're going to be talking about. Um, as long as he can stay healthy, he's going to get snaps and that snap percentage is going to go up. And he, He's a good player, man. Good players, they command targets. Um, and there's not really anybody in that offense that you really worried about. I mean, I know Akina had a solid game, but, he, you know, he's been in the league a while. You know, I, don't, I think this is just like a flash in the pan um, more than like, is he going to be consistently putting up numbers like this? Um, well, on the other hand, I think Traylon Burks is somebody that can consistently put up big numbers in that offense. So I agree with you 100%. And then if they start getting that play action going with Derrick Henry, I think they can get some yeah. big plays there. Yeah. And one of uh, Akina's touch, – his touchdown was like a – it was a flea flicker, like trick play. You know what I mean? Like an 80-yard trick play, flea yeah. flicker. So I'm not saying he didn't have a good game. I'm just saying some of those stats were a little bit skewed. Like I don't think you can count on some of those things every week. And take us into number one, right? Number one has to be Christian Watson, man. I mean – the guy that we the guy that we wanted to have right then Green Bay he showed up uh, finally right week ten it only took ten weeks right and you know he had a monster game man you know it was Gabe Davis esque right three touchdowns uh, you know a lot of targets a lot of yards big plays he's a big play receiver he's a big body and the Packers need somebody to be that man I mean as much as like Lazard has had a good season he typically hasn't been that guy right he's more of a possession receiver. Um, this Christian Watson just fits that mold of that big play down the field, a big body receiver. 
Um, so, you know, he's got to be the number one act, right? I mean, as bad as the Packers offense has looked, um, it looked pretty good against the Cowboys, right, this past week. Yeah, definitely like the upside of Christian Watson, man. Came out 32 fantasy points, was the wide receiver three on the week, eight targets. So in four receptions, got you 107 yards, got you three touchdowns. So definitely, right, the touchdowns aren't going to be there, but definitely has a big play upside in your lineup. So definitely want to get some Christian Watson. He should be the number one ad, in my opinion, uh, just because the upside that he's going to have in your lineup every week, right, and pretty much can be in your flex, right? You're adding him off the waiver wire. This is a flex guy. So I definitely like that high upside potential in my flex. And moving in, guys, hopefully if you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, be sure to like, give us a thumbs up, and subscribe to the channel. And now we'll head into our strikeout ads, which are going to be a couple names for you. So Trey McBride, you got Zach Ertz now out this season. So Trey McBride, the number one tight end out of college this year, is going to be now in the lineup. For Zach Ertz, we'll see how it goes. There's no Marquise right now, so I'm intrigued by Trey McBride. Something to throw out there. Keep in the back of your mind if you're struggling at tight end. He might be a good little ad for you. See what happens this first game. Who knows what in the world happened to Eno Benjamin? Just got uh, kicked off the team pretty much, right? Got cut today or released, so I'm not sure what happened there. We don't know the whole story yet, but Keontae Ingram now, the high-end handcuff now in that offense behind James Conner, who we've seen just go down before and struggle with injuries. Then you have Darius Slade, man, had a big game. We talked about him last week as one of our ads with rookie wide receiver Rondell Robinson. So he said, hey, you missed out on Wondell. Darius Slade has been doing good. He's putting decent numbers up. And then you got Kyron Williams, finally his first game. We've been talking about him as a speculative ad. He came in, got a couple receptions for you, got a little bit of work. So we'll see going forward. Akers has not looked good as much as I wanted him to. Even Henderson does not look that good. So I think Kyron Williams is a sneaky little ad still. Right, People could see that, hey, he didn't do much. He only got a few receptions. But in the receiving game right now, no cup. I mean, that might be pretty good. Now, if you can start adding some carries, we'll see. But I do like adding him uh, on your rosters. Yeah, I agree, man. I like all these guys. I mean, Trey McBride, somebody I really like in Don- in Dynasty. Um, so, you know, with Ertz, you know, that injury, I mean, it just opens the door for McBride, who was the number one tight end for uh, rookie tight end. So I really like him. I like Keontae Ingram too, man. I mean, Eno Benjamin, you know, he was a guy that we had a couple of weeks. He provided fantasy value for us in some weeks. He busted a couple of weeks, but some weeks, you know, he exploded, man, for 18 yeah. to 20 points is what you want in a, in a valuable handcuff. And so I think Keontae Ingram basically moves into that spot. So uh, definitely some good, some good options on the, on the strikeout ads. Yeah, for sure, man. So that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe. Check us out on Apple and Spotify. And also be sure to check out our Week 10 recap down below.